0: Happy 2022, y'all! My name is balissa Sokhumutumutumi. I'm the host of this next chapter podcast by Palesa Sokhumutumutumi. I'm so grateful to be starting the year with my podcast. My intention for this year is to put out content every week um, and, and empower young creatives with my experience, my capacity to identify good talent and to also inspire people to go after what they want. This episode is a culmination of many thoughts I've had over the past holiday season and also just a reflection of what has happened in the past December month. I have gone through so much in December of 2021 and it almost got me into some kind of um, trouble, if I can call it that. But of course, with being a podcaster and putting out content, it's not always easy. Last year, towards the end of the year, I was working on a project, curating and identifying artists to work with, and I had taken backseat in terms of working with this podcast and um, I'm sorry to say that I kind of got welled up in the in the work and I neglected my audience and so I'm back and I am excited for this 2022 chapter my intention towards the end of last year was to review African literature and to call the next series of conversations with authors Journey into African Literature. It's still my intention, it's still very much part of what I want to do, because I love reading and I love uh, sharing my insights about um, books that are important to me and I had themed it around travel you know traveling across the continent and now reading a particular book at the moment it has gotten me thinking about so many things and it's not African literature it's um it's actually a French novel that is translated into English and I am embroiled in the story so much so that I actually am thinking of different ways of presenting this next series Um, and not focusing on African literature per se but focusing on books that I'm reading um, because I think books present us with a different kind of sentiment memory feeling observation intention and it also brings us closer to ourselves and what we like and what we'd like to do in the future. Books also present us with an imagined reality. And I think that's what I want to do in this next chapter of my podcast um, is to bring forth thinking, think through things with authors, think through ideas, through books that are written in a particular way and make sure that we discuss um, topics that are relevant for the time that we're living in. I've always thought that writing is such a beautiful craft and it was my first love. It was my first indicator of me being a creative and me being able to create from my heart and I only hope that I will be able to translate those feelings into the next series of the next chapter podcast without even babbling over and over again about this next series. um, As I mentioned, I've gone through a lot in December and um, first of all, condolences to my family and to my loved ones and to the people that I share my surname with mutsumi my ancestral um, spiritual guides have gained another woman in their realm and she is my grandmother and I wanted to dedicate this episode to her and um I have really fond memories of her. She's a wonderful, wonderful uh, person to refer to in my life because she helped me bring forth so many stories and so many things. And um, she was one of the people that I really cherished with all my heart. And as usual, I'm broadcasting from my mother's home in my hometown in Bloemfontein and you can hear my dogs outside you can probably um hear certain sounds that uh, tell you that I'm in a space where I'm in a home setting and I recently also recovered from corona and it's been really really good to reflect on my health on my mental state on how I feel about what's happening in the world right now. Cause obviously I've been quarantined and looking through content and content and content and having something thoughts around what is happening in the world. And I think that with my podcast growing organically, I think, <laughs> um, I think that it's only good to have some sort of reflective piece uh, going into 2022. So my intention to you as the, the voice of this podcast, and it is an intention that I want to put forward is to consistently and continuously share my views, um, on this platform and to make sure that I don't always, um, tell it from a place of ignorance but also from a place of understanding uh certain contexts certain nuances and certain messages and as I said before we will talk about books in this series but also just delve deeper into people's life experiences and um doing my research I've kind of gotten to befriend a couple of authors along the way in my past life as a um a very naughty freelance writer and I use the word naughty because I am not such a committed writer as I'd like to be and this year I'd like to be a very committed writer Uh, and um as I look through a The pile of books next to me I'm reminded of the kind of people that I'm interested to read um, in this coming year Um, as I said I'm interested in African American literature African literature, American literature um, French literature um, obviously translated into English but it would be nice to learn French as a language and to kind of um, know more about the french culture um i've got an indian author um in front of me i've got so many people that i've kind of wanted to read um and the indian author is obviously one of our favorites Arundhata Roy. i've got you know pulitzer prize winners here that i've kind of kept over the years and um i think that you know i've got a wonderful book that a friend of mine gave to me gifted me with knowing that I love books and knowing that I I read a lot and he gifted me with an amazing book um also from a, a UK author so I kind of feel like books have been my starting point in life I started reading when I was about four or five years old um, and my first fond memory of being gifted a book was from my mom. Actually, um, I suppose most experiences when we have books, it's it's from when our parents decide that that's the type of that's the time that we need to start reading, right? Um, and as a black child, I was always given time to do whatever I wanted as a child there was no set schedule when I was younger I was always given the time to read explore play with other kids and go outside and so my mom gave me my first book and um that's one of my first memories of reading a book Um, and my love for reading developed over time when I started being about 12 13 years old um, I was a very distant child I decided to be in my own world and I distanced myself from some of my my fellow classmates and somewhat some of the people that I hung out with and I started going to the library right and that was my my go-to place because I needed a place that was quiet that was going to give me some grounding and that was going to give me an inkling of some sort of belonging and the library uh, was my my oasis basically um And I started reading at that time. I started being very conscious of what I read. And I remember picking out specific books that were quite centered around women and who they were and what they did. And I remember, if anybody remembers the series that Enid Blyton wrote, I started reading Enid Blyton. I started reading people that were strong in their characters, right? And I wanted to have books that told a message i've always been interested in books that give me some sort of um anchor of what needs to happen in life or not so much self-help books but books have that sort of magic right they transform you from the inside and so i always read books that kind of gave me some sort of message um direction uh, and a compass uh, in terms i could in terms of leading me into a certain path so it was it was it was a very interesting time to transition from primary school to high school and want to read more intensive longer reads and it was quite surprising that in my final year of grades in of 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 of, of primary school I mean for those that are listening abroad that would be your lower from grade lower grade which is like grade one up until grade seven and um when I was in grade seven and it was my final year of primary school I was selected as sort of a the the prefect of the library so they were calling us media prefects and I was one of the few black girls that were chosen to be media prefects and that was in my final year of primary school and I took care of the library I took care of the library I took care of um, our shelves we we kind of cataloged books uh, with the Dewey cataloging system we learned so many skills in that time for that year and everybody gave us respect everybody was just cherishing us because we kept the library very clean and and sound for everybody to come in and enjoy reading and also there was time for us to actually go into the library during school hours and kind of explore uh, different types of topics or work on assignments or work on our speeches for for the oral exercises In English class So we always had time in the library At school And I think that was the most important thing for me Because I kind of got to be Independent in that time I thought independently For myself Even if I had people around me I was always interested in books Because they give they gave me an outlet To understand myself better And so yeah I think with this next Kind of uh, chapter with with my life I mean I'm going through such a different time uh, in my career there's some shifts in terms of what I want to do and how I want to direct my life and one of the things that I've kind of decided upon has to be uh, reading intensively but also reading with intention and reading with the with the kind of uh, spirit that I started with in the very beginning of my life. And um, and yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing time to do um, those type of exercises with you guys. I'm going to share my views on the books that I'm going to read over the coming months. And I'd like to hear your views. I'd like to know what you think. I'd like to know how you want to be engaged on this platform I know it's not always easy for people to listen to a full on 30 minute podcast about books I know I have audible on my phone and I use it sometimes to listen to some audio books and to also listen to some um and listen to some uh things things that are going to be relevant for my life and I think that it is always nice to have people that give me input on what to do in 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 this next part of our interaction so let me know um as I said I'm in my mother's house it's the 3rd of January 2022 and it is a time for us to get together digitally commune with each other talk about the books that make us become alive and joyous and you know be who we really are and um, I only hope that in this time you will get to listen to this podcast uh, episode and realize that you need to we all need to be conscious of our own dynamic when it comes to um when it comes to reading and writing and um i think that if anybody wants to be part of this conversation as always you can get me on the socials um on my twitter i am at kiaki and Yeah, that's all. You can actually follow me there. We can discuss the podcast, break it down into different topics. But most importantly, I want to be able to know that I have listeners that appreciate my content, right? And sometimes I'm not going to be as fancy like now. I'm not going to be recording from a fancy studio space. I'm going to be authentically myself and record where I am when I want to because I think this is a platform for me to express the love I have for literary work. Um, I'm excited. I already envision having interviews with different authors, with different people who are going to cherish the time that we will have together and people that will always uh, be able to express what it means to be a writer and I watched a Joan Didion uh, documentary recently, and that made me realize that being a writer is more than creating stories. It is definitely, definitely an impulse and a calling that is so deep and so dear. So with those words, in memory of my grandmother, who died at 91, who was definitely a storyteller in her own right who's definitely a warrior and a praying woman and such a wonderful beacon of light in my life and somebody that I cherish to this day. Um, I think that you would have been proud of the woman that I am and the kind of woman that I'm going to be and aspire to be. And to you, the kind of listener that I'd like you to be is to be the kind of listener that's patient with me, (laughs) I'm not always online. Um, I have so many things going on at the same time. But I think this episode should motivate you enough to come back in the next episode, which should be roundabout on the 10th of January. Um, I will be back in Johannesburg um, and not in my home city, Bloemfontein. And I will be properly recording a episode with an author and definitely definitely will be somebody you'd like to hear from so keep it locked um check me on the socials as i said on twitter at jaji and it's a it's spelt at t-y-a-t-y-i so at jaji on twitter and i will definitely uh respond or you know you can also check on my socials what's happening but um, I'm not on Facebook and I'm definitely not going to be on uh, Instagram as a personal um, uh, uh, Instagram page but you can also follow this podcast at failure underscore podcast and it is the next chapter podcast You can follow the page And you can also follow me on Twitter So without further ado I would love to leave you With this wonderful, wonderful quote From a book I'm reading By Simone de Beauvoir And um, I love it because It sums up something that I've always loved about Simone de Beauvoir Um, and this is where she speaks about her childhood and how she you know viewed her relationship uh, with her parents so I'm gonna read this passage um, and then retire for the day so here goes I was born at 4 o'clock in the morning on the 9th of January, 1908, in a room fitted with white enameled furniture and overlooking the boulevard Raspail. In the family photographs taken the following summer can be seen ladies in long dresses and ostrich feather hats and gentlemen wearing boaters and panamas, all smiling at a baby. They are my parents, my grandfather, uncles, aunts, and the baby is me. My father was 30, my mother 21, and I was their first child. I turned the page. Here is a photograph of mama holding in her arms a baby who isn't me. I am wearing a pleated skirt and a Tamil shanta. I'm two and a half, and my sister has just been born. I was, it appears, very jealous, but not for long. As far as I can remember, I was always proud of being the elder, of being first. Disguised as little red riding hood and carrying a basket full of goodies, I felt myself to be much more interesting than an infant bundled up in a cradle i had a little sister there that doll-like creature didn't have me thank you and see you next week